Today, we're keeping it a little more casual and we're kicking off a new segment at Malpractice Insights and we're calling it Mailbag. We talk to healthcare providers every day and thought it might be helpful to share some of those questions that we're getting on a regular basis so that we can give you the answers as well. Stay tuned. All right, so let's dive in with our first question. This came in actually just a few weeks ago, so let's read it together. It says, I am looking for temporary malpractice insurance as required for an out-of-state clinical rotation for my fellowship program. I will only be working for two weeks, but my current fellowship program will not cover me. What are my options? So this is actually pretty common. So most fellowship programs have their own malpractice insurance. So if you go in and you do a one-year fellowship, most likely your coverage will be provided through the program. If not, you can obviously get your own. In this particular instance, we've got a doctor who has malpractice insurance through her normal fellowship, but she's doing a two-week rotation out of state. So the current fellowship program won't follow her there. So what are her options for this? Really, the best thing to do in this situation is to get a short-term malpractice policy. You can obviously still shop around, and that's what our job is as your broker, to be able to get you quotes from all of the different carriers who can offer this. But a short-term policy is really ideal because it only covers you just for the two weeks that you're going to be working. You have a start date and an end date, and you're only going to pay premium for those two weeks that you're going to be working. In terms of coverage options, obviously, as you know by now, you can get two different types of insurance. You can get a claims-made policy or you can get occurrence coverage. For this type of a request for a fellow that's just doing a two-week stint, I actually think an occurrence policy is the way to go. And the reason is because then you don't have to buy the tail insurance after your two weeks. Occurrence premiums, although they're a little bit more expensive, for only two weeks worth of practice, it's not gonna be that much more. So I would say a two-week occurrence policy, get a short-term policy with the carrier that can offer you the most competitive rate is the right way to go. All right, let's move on to our next question in the mailbag. It says, I have a concierge integrative medicine practice in California, but I am also licensed in Washington, Arizona, and Florida. I'm considering adding virtual care to my practice to be able to serve patients in these other states, but my current malpractice carrier only covers California. Should I get a supplemental insurance policy for this virtual work? Okay, so this doctor that I spoke to the other day asks a very common question. So virtual care is growing rapidly, and most providers are adding it to their practice, even if it's just simply to help their existing patients and be able to access them on demand as needed. But in this case, she wants to do some virtual care work outside of her primary state. So her existing carrier won't cover her for that. So we really have two options. Number one, we could just do a supplemental insurance policy. So she could keep her California work covered under the current policy and then just get like a part-time supplemental policy for these other states. 
but I think it's going to be more cost effective for her to actually find a new malpractice carrier that can cover the whole thing. And the reason why is because the cost of having one policy for it all is probably going to be significantly cheaper than the cost of a full-time California policy and a part-time policy for those other three states. So my recommendation in this case would be to find a policy that can cover it all And since her existing policy is actually written on a claims-made form, we would want to find a new carrier that could also offer claims-made policy for her, and then we would actually convert that retroactive date and carry it forward so that she can switch to a new company, they'll pick up all of her prior acts, but then give her the flexibility to be able to practice in those other states going forward. So that's the recommended approach for this. But again, as a broker for you, our job would be to get you quotes from all of the available carriers to be able to compare your options and find the one that's the right fit for you. I do think it's still worth exploring just getting a supplemental insurance policy. I mean, if your California policy is really inexpensive, the math might work for you. But I would say get options for both, leaning more towards finding a replacement policy that can do the whole thing for you. All right, we're moving along here. Let's go to question number three in the mailbag. This one actually just came in a few days ago. It says, I am a physician assistant currently employed by a hospital in New York State, and I've been presented with an opportunity to work with a local surgeon four to five days a month as a side gig. Do I need to get my own malpractice insurance, or should I see if I can just be added onto her policy? Okay, so this is a PA who is currently insured by their hospital, and that's fairly common. If you're a hospital employee, you probably have malpractice insurance already provided for you by the hospital. But it's a limited scope and duty policy, which means it only covers you for the work that you do for the hospital. So anything outside of the hospital is your responsibility. So there are really two options. Number one, this PA can get their own separate malpractice insurance, and it would be fairly inexpensive to do this because they're only working a few days a month. It would be a part-time policy that they could just carry to cover them for this supplemental work. The other option that they have is to actually go under the doctor's policy. In this instance, it's a surgeon and they probably have their own malpractice insurance in place. And so there's probably an opportunity for this PA to just have shared limits coverage underneath the malpractice policy for the practice. But there are a few things that you need to keep in mind when you're comparing the difference between these two approaches. If you take the insurance that's provided for you by the practice, two things. Number one, you're only going to be covered for the work that you do for them. So again, it will be limited scope coverage. So you're only insured for the work that you do for that provider. Secondly, I would also want to make sure that it doesn't cost anything for you to be added to that policy, because it might be that it's going to cost them a few thousand dollars a year to include you. And I wouldn't want you to accept that job without realizing if it may have an impact on your compensation. So make sure you have a very transparent conversation to find out if you're being added, if it costs them anything to do so, and if so, if that's affecting how much you're getting paid. Um, If we go with the other option, which is to have the PA simply get their own malpractice insurance, there's a little bit more flexibility with that option. So there is no limitation. There's no limited scope and duty if you get your own policy. The nice thing would be you could have a policy that would really cover you for anything you wanted to do outside the hospital. It would certainly cover 
cover you for the work that you do with the surgeon, but if you had anything else you wanted to do, that policy would cover you for that as well. So I would say get quotes for both. I would say get a quote for your own policy and then ask the question about what it would consist of to get covered by the practice and then um, compare those two options in terms of limitations on where you can practice, what the price differences are, and then find the one that's the right fit for you. Okay, that's the mailbag for today. I hope you found this helpful, just changing things up a little bit. We're going to be adding a new link to our website where you can actually submit your questions to our mailbag so that we can answer these for you going forward as well. If you have any questions on this topic or you want to make sure that you're covered appropriately, just click the link in the description box below where you can connect with us today via phone, email, or chat. And if you'd like to visit us online, go to aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. This is Jennifer Wiggins. Thanks for joining us.